They want you to have so many skills. They want you to be a graphic designer, an animator, a web designer, a 3D designer, and they want you to have two years experience for an entry-level job. So I think it's one of those things where I'm just trying to get as much skills built up as possible and hopefully someone will take a chance on me. Welcome to Getting Started in Design. My name is Jerry Scullion and I'm the host of This Is Hate CD, based in the wonderful city of Dublin, Ireland. Now in this episode I chat with Kelly O'Dowd, a recent graduate from NCAD in Ireland, and we chat about what that experience was like leaving university, her search for jobs, and where they feel there's opportunities for universities to better support students in that highly emotional stage of life, and that's the transitional period between uni and working life. Kelly is a totally fantastic designer and I know you're going to get a lot out of this episode so let's jump straight in. Kelly O'Dowd, a very warm welcome to Getting Started in Design. How are you? All good, all good. We've been catching up there for the last half an hour or so um, trying to get up to speed and you know what you've been up to um, but maybe start off and we'll tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, um, where you're from and, and what you studied in university. Um, I studied illustration and design in NCD. I mm-hmm. graduated last year. Twenty twenty one. I'm from Drada, the same as Jerry. <laughs> Myself, I'm originally from Drada, folks. So it's one of those conversations when you get online, you can like, "Where are you from?" And you're like, "Okay, great." Say exactly about a kilometer where I grew up, and you went to school in the the, the girls' school, as we'd say. I was in the boys' school, so mm. we're, we're quite a different age group but uh it's super cool to to speak to somebody from Trojada because there is always a great um sort of uh history of of what you did illustration in Trojada like there was a lot of people who I know used to come and do uh spray painting underneath the the bridge in Trojada being part of it Connor Harrington was was a friend of mine when when I was studying this this artist he's over in London and I remember Connor coming up and staying in my house for a week and um, spray painting under there. And I was blown away by all these uh, fantastic artists that that were in the town that were kind of relatively um, unknown at the time. But anyway, so you went to school uh, in Drogheda and you went to NCAD. How, how long was the degree? Tell us, you know, uh, um, how long you were studying in NCAD for? Um, the degree is three years, but I was there four because okay. I did the optional year we can go to Erasmus and you do internships and stuff. Ah, nice. And the year I was there, they implemented a new program um, called Bureau Plus. I think it was implemented the year before. So it was in okay. the second year. And it was yeah. basically like a program for all of the designers. Um, so we got to work with like different brands and do work for them. And then it was like a chance. Okay. To like, and where did you go in your Erasmus year? I went to uh, Conaghan. Where's that? Netherlands. In the Netherlands, okay. Yeah. But I got sent home early because COVID hit. Oh, no so way. I was there like a month and a half, I think. I had just started my college. Like I was just there for like three weeks maybe and I got sent home. Oh, no. Um, so I did the rest online. Obviously not great. Yeah, but, especially if you've given yourself a year to go away and explore and yeah. New country and stuff, and then you find yourself back in um the metropolis of Drogheda. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing a, a, a Dutch <laughs> internship. Um, so yeah, like we, we won't dwell too much on, on how crappy the, uh, the COVID period was. I'm sure online it was, um, it was pretty tough. Yeah. Half my degree was online, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. I'm sure at that stage, um, there was a bit of scrambling going on. Like, you know, I know a lot, a lot of the universities that I've spoken to were like, okay, how, how do we do this stuff online? But you were doing illustration. Mm-hmm. So maybe give us a, you know, quick overview of what that was like in terms of how you learned and how this stuff was being taught during, um, during the lockdowns. Um, well, because I started like, COVID hit while I was in that individual year, I think mm-hmm. they kind of forgot about us. Um, because it was one of those years where like none of our actual points mattered like it was just kind of right. like for us to work with different companies and stuff so not much happened after that I don't think I think I was more just focusing on my own work mm. um but Keep when I was finally back in college um well like in my final year it was like we were in one day a week I think mm. um I don't even know. It was, it's kind of a blur. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was so hard. We didn't even get to have our final show. God, that's the shame. Which is, like, the, one. the biggest thing. It's the biggest yeah, it's, thing college. it's the reward. It's the payoff. Yeah. It's the celebration. It's the, the release as well. Like, you know, being able yeah. to share that experience with your with your classmates and stuff. Can I just go back a little bit? little bit beyond um or earlier in your in your life when you were studying um in school and you were doing your leaving cert how or, and what was the experience that led you to joining uh, or to applying for the national college of art and design or just generally wanting to study um who, who influenced you at that stage um well when i was in school like i wasn't normally when people go to art college they're like the one person out of their class that was really amazing and their teacher mm. was like you're going to go to art school in mine there was three of us and all right. three of us went to ncd okay um, i was the one that like she was kind of like you can take it or leave it kind of thing i don't know um i just decided i didn't know what i wanted to do um I originally thought that I wanted to do like painting or Mm. I don't know, like I just knew I wanted to go and do something creative. Um, Mm -hmm. So I did my portfolio in my sixth year in school. So I did it, I didn't do a portfolio course after. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was like the youngest in college by a mile. Like I was 17 the whole way through my first year. Right. Um, Wow. Yeah. So that's pretty young. Yeah. So yeah, you you weren't able to uh, <clears throat> drink then in your first year of, of university. Well, actually, because NCD used to be a brewery, oh, yeah. we were allowed to drink on campus. <laughs> so we would just have a lot of parties going on on campus all the time. So it was actually yeah, fun. wasn't too bad. But you were pretty young um, doing your first year. Um, so when you when you entered into third level. What was your expectancy? What were you expecting to get out of your time there? Like, can you remember? Can you play back what that looked like? What, what would? What did you hope to achieve by by spending time in um, third level? I I feel like it was very short sighted. Like it was like, okay, I'm finally here. Like mm. like whatever comes at me comes at me kind of thing. Like 
especially in first year, we didn't even get put into design straight away. Everyone, we had like a, a year where everyone did everything. The core. Yeah, the core year. Yeah. Um, so for half the year, we were just like painting with sticks and ink and like throwing like random paper mache things together. And like, I'm awful at making stuff like that. And like, I think I was really penalized for it. And when I started making digital stuff, like our tutors were all fine art tutors. So they just didn't get it. Like they were like, but what's the meaning? I'm like, does it have to have a meaning? And now after being put into design, I realized it doesn't have to have a meaning. Like it can just yeah. kind of look cool sometimes. Yeah. And a, a large part of any kind of experience is having somebody who kind of gets you and um, is open-minded enough to be able to say, well, this is a person and this is their interpretation of this, mm-hmm. especially in art college. Um, and you were at that stage, art college, and then you went into design college the way I see it. The College of Art and Design, first year there was art. The second part of it was design. And yeah, it's a little, yeah. there's, there's a difference between the two. So when you um, were going through and you went through into your second year then to study, was it visual communications? Is that what it's called? Um, it was more illustration because they split the course in two, like two years before I got in. Um, mm. So we had a lot of the same projects together, um, mm. but it was more like I was more focused on the illustration side of things. Mm. Um, so, yeah. What did you, when you were, um, you've got an older brother as well, uh, I know in, in your house and your parents, what, what were they hoping to get out of going to third level like you know what what was the the thing that you were hoping to get apart from an education which is obviously it's an accepted thing like say when you go to a restaurant you get a you get a meal you're hoping you want to be full at the end of it um mm. you're going to get educated was there anything else that you're hoping to get out of the whole kind of experience um i would have loved to get a job <laughs> to be honest um i only i don't think i even realized what i wanted to do while I was studying there for the first few years I think it was only in my final year that I realized I really wanted to work in like a design studio like I wanted to work Mm. with other people and I think as an illustrator a lot of what you see is like illustrators online who are like freelance working for themselves and like have Mm. to have big social media presence with all these followers and you have to be posting so regularly and like to post decent work all the time is so hard absolutely i don't think it's like achievable for a lot of people was there um modules or lessons around running a business and you know because the the niche you went into in terms of illustration and it's it's probably a niche within a niche in some ways um freelancing is most likely the the way you're you're going to earn your living was there anything taught around running a business and being or being an in, like not an influencer but using social media and was that something that was taught during the course i don't know not really like no. we had some people come in from the aoi the associated association of illustrators um, okay. from england and they came over and talked to us about like pricing yourself and stuff like that but it wasn't mm. really like concrete in what they were saying at all like i don't know like it was a hard one you need to be very entrepreneurial mm. to to do this kind of stuff. Like, um, I know one of my friends in Australia, his uh, partner, 
Jack Carty, if anyone who's been at the, the Doing Design Festival. Jack is a musician and his partner, I can't remember their name now, but they set up a website called the Carty Party. And it was the Cardi Party as in like cards. And Jack is great with words and his, his wife is uh, an illustrator as well. And they did greeting cards online. But um, Jack's wife is an exceptional entrepreneur and um, was able to, you know, do this kind of stuff um, pretty quickly. And it took them like a duck to water. But it just feels like there's there's a gap there. Like if you're if you're working in a niche, um, it's confusing me why they don't really educate you about starting a business and yeah. how to go about promoting yourself and get clients. Um, because yeah, like, as you've seen, you've struggled to to land a a job. Um, is that fair to say? Yeah, for sure. I think there's an association with illustrators that they're going to be drawing kids' books and it's yeah. been very traditional um, and the head of our department was like that but we also had some other tutors that were more like modern in their approach I guess like they were actually mm. like making prints and doing stuff for big clients and stuff but I don't think it was ever really put across to us how we achieved that like it's mm. kind of like what it's look like you'll get it or you don't kind of thing yeah don't know if I subscribe to that, but there's definitely, you can put yourself in the right place. Um, and that takes a bit of knowledge and a bit of experience and how to position yourself, um, to get to that, to that piece of luck to happen. You finished 15 months ago and what have you done in that period? And also what was the whole kind of the, the, the saying goodbye experience from third level? Like, can you remember what that was like? Cause I know it was online. Um, we didn't really get to say goodbye because uh, it was still during COVID kind of when it right. ended. Um, I think it was like the last wave kind of. Mm. Um, so we didn't get our degree show. Um, it was kind of just like, okay, so I've submitted all my stuff. Now what? Because you're so burnt out from working so hard on like all of this work that is supposed mm-hmm. to be like, get you all the jobs and get you everything like I'm done now like where what I'm meant to do next um and I don't know since then I've been trying to make my way into the industry hmm. I've done two different internships um one with the design studio in Dunleary um together we create which was amazing and then another one in Spain this summer I wanted to go somewhere sunny why not yeah <laughs> um Eddie's time only goes so far yeah exactly um which was more of like an in-house design role but right. uh, and then from then I've been freelancing on the side yeah um, doing my own work and at the moment I'm still trying to find a full-time yeah so let's talk about the internships okay because there's probably a lot of stuff to uncover in that um the first one was that in, in Dublin it was in Dublin, so yeah in, how did you get that? I they the studio put out an Instagram post and basically okay. said I'm looking for an intern and um, just Ooh. email this whatever and I emailed and I got it. <laughs> um, okay. So what, was, did, what were you doing there? I <clears throat> it's a really small studio, so I think there was like three of us full time, and then there was other people that they hired to come in every so often for per project. Um, so I was part of the design process the full way through, like. Like they'd work on branding things for like drink companies, for like dentists, for festivals, 
Um, so I was part of it making mood boards, talking to clients, I don't know, making animations, making short little illustration things. Um, yeah, it was really nice to be part of like a studio to see how it works and like how fast paced it is. And you finished that. Um, how come, you know, how, how long were you in that internship for? I was there for, I think, four months. Four months. Was it paid? Yeah, it was. Okay. And it didn't, it didn't convert into, um, you know, a contract or extended work? No. Unfortunately not. I think it's because of the fact that I did illustration. I probably didn't have some of the skills that like a graphic design Mm. graduate would have. Maybe it's more to do with the name of like, so you did graphic design. You obviously know all these things yeah illustration graduate you probably do know a lot of the same things but i don't know maybe it doesn't translate as much absolutely it's um so do you think you're in the right industry is is this where you want to be do do you know the things that you need to know at this stage like are you you happy with the choices that you made at third level do do you feel like you're, you're in the right place at the right time now with your skills um not necessarily like I don't okay. think um I'm doing the motion design course at the moment to try and upskill on that as well and why are you um, doing that what, what's what's driving this um because on job specs they want okay. you to do everything they want you to have so many skills they want you to be a graphic designer an animator a web designer Mm-hmm. a 3d designer and they want you to have two years experience for an entry-level job so i think it's one of those things where i'm just trying to get as much skills built up as possible and hopefully someone will take a chance on me that language being used there like someone to take a chance on me is very resonant in my past you know like looking for just somebody to to say okay give me something i, I want to work i'm willing to work um i can remember what that felt like and it's it's a pretty crappy experience to be in that position where you're just learning things for the sake of trying to make yourself more employable um and i've looked at your portfolio before the the interview and your your work is insane okay like i i love that uh, style of illustration and i'm going to put a link to that one in the show notes for so folks if you're listening to this on Spotify or Google or Apple, there's a link in the show notes with Kelly's portfolio. Click on that and listen to us when we're talking because you can see that there's there's an immense amount of talent here amongst Kelly and Kelly's struggling to get a gig. So if you do know of anything that can maybe uh, give Kelly a leg up when we're, when we're talking here, reach out to Kelly on their website. Goes without saying. But um, have you reached out back to the, your third level NCAD um, to explain where you're currently at and is there any services there that can help you land a job um i reached out to one of my tutors not like not long ago Mm. and just said sent my portfolio and said do you know anyone can you contact anyone for me or any Mm. advice on my portfolio for me to improve it yeah Um, i got a reply back almost straight away saying Mm. yeah of course i'll send it to whoever and i'll get back to you didn't hear anything back so I don't yeah. know it's one of those things where it's just like how much can they help you yeah um, I think a lot of the tutors are doing like five different jobs at the same time yeah I was gonna say it's most of the tutors that I've experienced uh 
in my career, especially in NCAD, I had two or three. One in particular, though, um, really gave a shit and really wanted to make sure that everyone was set up for success. Um, but unfortunately, that's not always true. And some sometimes people are so busy that they just can't help everyone. Um, but it's almost like the the bridging between industry and academia there's there's an opportunity there that hasn't really kind of hit was there i think that usually happens in in defense of of ncad at the the end of year show where Mm -hmm. um, employers are invited in and they can look at the work and it can help lead to conversations that might lead to to um might lead to opportunities for for employment like you know well what would you love to see like how could they have made that experience better? And this is not just in NCID, it's across the board and I'm sure in many um, sort of third level institutions. What could be made better for, for people like you when you're finishing university? Um, Apart from a job, guaranteed job. Yeah, I, I guaranteed job, really nice. <laughs> um, it's a hard question because obviously they need more staff is the first thing obviously I'm sure that can't be I can't change that but um I don't know like we need more business kind of topics like talked about in like how to Mm. promote yourself like how to out to clients because I've done a lot of like emailing just like cold emailing like people and I've actually gotten jobs from it and no one teaches you how to reach out to people and I think in design sometimes people email like very casually like I've noticed like people in school they teach to be like dear sir like and then very like formal but within like what I've seen everyone's actually like cheers thanks so much like and like you just don't get the kind of language um and like design studios don't really put jobs on like job boards like it's not a thing on LinkedIn like you have to be the one to go to them. Like you have to email them and be like, I really like your work. Like I love this project. Please check out this, my work that I've done. Do you have anything available? Any yeah. Okay. I definitely think the first, yeah, I think the first couple of projects are the most important in your entire career. Because if you get something that leads to something else, that leads to something like it's a snowball effect. And if you don't get that, first couple of bits and pieces together it's kind of you're you're chasing your tail almost be almost to, to that point like you know um, but yeah that would be a really nice module in terms of even if it's a video course or something that's saying hey listen, look, this is how to set up your linkedin profile i think general assembly um in australia when i when i did some work with them i don't know maybe f- nine years ago or something, they did have a module about setting your LinkedIn up, setting your portfolio up, um, you know, connecting with businesses. This is what you do, playing to your strengths and so forth at that. So that that's a really strong suggestion, um, Kelly. So for anyone's listening there who's working in an academic environment, you know, I think that across the board, not just design, but I think that would be a fantastic introduction, how to set yourselves up for... Um, for a job like you know how to do an interview um how to show your portfolio how to present they're all things that um you know most places aren't set up to to, to educate most people about. even like i don't 
particular yeah. I've learned, but I feel but like even showcasing your work online um to em- employers, like having a newsletter that they can include all of the, the graduates too, to businesses around um right. around the country and Europe. That's an obvious one. I mean, the hiring managers across uh, Ireland and, you know, students get to say, well, I'd like to be included in that newsletter or that newsletter. That would be a really good thing for um, uh, sort of institutions to to, to lean towards. Um, where are you at now in your career? Like, I'm, I'm, if, if you're okay for me to talk a little bit more around your current situation, um, well, what are you doing other than the... Uh, the motion course the motion is a motion yeah. graphics um well i'm applying for everything <laughs> i've applied to so many jobs done so many yeah. jobs. got a lot of rejection emails um yeah. i'm also working like part-time just in like a shop yeah also doing freelance bits all the time event yeah. posters i'm doing something for a clothing line at the moment like little embellishments and stuff mm-hmm. um and yeah, just trying to, I don't even know what I'm trying to do, to be honest. Yeah, it's super. Like, I, I remember that I was just taking, saying yes to everything and hoping something had led to something. Um, In terms of the, the what do they call them? The the bodies, the design bodies in, in Ireland, like the Irish Design Institute is, is a great one. Charlotte Barker runs the Irish Design Institute. Um. Have you reached out to any of these these bodies in Ireland that might be able to assist? They might have programs or something that can can help. Yeah, they had a program last year for graduates when I left, and um, mm-hmm. you paid like twenty quid, I think, and then you were mm-hmm. part of this website which was full of all the graduates. Um, yeah. And I was meant to like get a mentor, and it never happened I never got a mentor um and they were meant to like send your portfolio around nothing ever came from it so I don't know if just because it was so new or what it was um and then I just applied for upstarts which is part of ICAT um which has a lot of the uh biggest design studios in Dublin in it and they release briefs from each design studio Um, okay and you get a mentor in that and stuff as well. So hopefully I get to be a part of that. Um, yeah. What yeah. about AP List? You know, AP List, the the online design mentoring website. Have you ever, have you tried that where you can get a an international yeah. mentor? Have a check out for that. Anyone listening, um, it's a great resource, um, AP List. Um, I'm trying to think of the other things that out there that, that could be of, of help. Like, you know, obviously, folks, this isn't, we're not setting this podcast up to, try and get people jobs and stuff but kelly's work is insane and um there's another institution i wouldn't call it an institution but since i've come home from australia i um we had an awful lot of prints that we purchased when we were traveling and you know we went to indigenous communities in australia and we, we bought um artwork and stuff and we had to get it framed and we didn't want to go to any of the the mummies and daddies suggestions of framers and we, we were asking around where where is a cool framer that gets this kind of stuff and we were we were introduced to a business called hang tough in ireland and um at that stage i think they were in another premises but when i went over they have two now yeah yeah but this was before they went into the super cool one and 
I'll put a link to Hang Tough into this um, into this show notes as well for this because Hang Tough to me get it. Okay, they they get what the life is like for an illustrator. They run these exhibitions. Mm. They have a newsletter there where it showcases design talent, local design talent, to people who go to get their pictures framed. And I've bought frames, and I've I, I've most of this house that I'm in. We've spent a couple of grand getting the stuff um, framed with Hang Tough. And we've bought prints as a result. When I go in and buy the, um, get my pictures framed, uh, I'm flicking through all these insanely talented Irish designers. And it's this kind of sort of, I, I want to say the the consideration for an experience um, and consideration for the whole kind of industry that Hang Tough have that I feel academia academia don't really have it's like it's it's stuck in its own ways i think if universities were doing more like what hang tough are doing we might be having this conversation now like you know but anyway you're in hang tough you're working with hang tough as well so tell me what um what led you to hang tough how did you get in touch with those guys because they're super cool um i think it was an illustrator that i had seen before had their own show with them during the summer in instagram Um, was it yeah and I just seen that they had an open call. Um, and a lot of the stuff they do is actually more painterly. It's not really illustration. Um, but I applied anyways. And uh, I got picked to be one of the people uh, in their winter show. It opens on the 1st of December. Um, right. So I wanted to be a part of that. Um, I was there yesterday in their place in Portobello. It was lovely. Okay. <laughs> um the prints look amazing so if you want one check it out (laughs) if you have a link for that we'll put a link into the show notes um for people to to check out and maybe buy some of your prints as well that that would be a really nice thing yeah but kelly this do a good job at that as well who do hen's teeth studio oh hen's teeth yeah that's the other one They they do some great stuff so i'll put a link to that one as well um in the show notes for the episode well, Kelly, is there anything else you want to add before we before we wrap up the episode? Is there um, any other bits and pieces if people want to reach out to you, apart from your your portfolio? How might they do that? Um, you can check out my Instagram. Oh yeah, um, on, the, on the gram. Yeah, my Instagram is Kelly O'Dude. It's such a random name, but that's what it yeah. is. Um, cool. Yeah, by email, it's in my Instagram and in my uh, website as well. Okay, um, awesome. Well, look, Kelly. Thanks for being so open and and hopefully, you know, things, you know, improve in the next uh, couple of months, a couple of weeks, hopefully. And, um, you know, stay in touch with us. And if there's ever anything we can do with This Is HCD, we're more than happy to help. All right. Thanks for your time. So there you have it. That's all for this episode. If you like this episode, feel free to visit thisishcd.com where you can access our back catalogue of over 100 episodes with episodes related to service design, product management, design research and much, much more. If you're interested in design and innovation training, feel free to check out our business, thisisdoing.com, where you can join online classrooms and learn from the world's best design and innovation leaders. Join the This Is HCD newsletter where you'll receive updates from the network. And also, if you're interested, apply to join the Slack community on thisishcd.com. Stay safe and until next time, take care.